Senator Jamie Peterson wants to put your grandma in the garden. <laughs> well, Friday, May 3rd, live from the Live Dudes Bunker. My name is Jay Mack, host of the sexiest podcast allowed by the state of Missouri, joined once again by the talkative and slightly stoned Rusty Nail. What's up, everybody? It's been a little while since I've been here, but um, we're going to have a good show tonight. We get requests for you, by the way. Really? You're less militantly feminist than Miss K. <laughs> ah. So what type of requests? Are they like hot chicks? Can you do webcam for us? Oh, can I do webcam? No, that's the request I get, yeah. Oh, how did, did they want me to be a webcam? Are these requests from men or women? Cam4u.com. <laughs> LiveDudes.com. Our website is LiveDudes.net. Look us up on Facebook, iTunes, Google Play and the ever popular SoundCloud. That's where we get a lot of our hits from is SoundCloud. Awesome because I mean I mean this makes this actually makes me feel like sort of like a little exciting. A little excited. Like to say what's up to Matty G. Haven't heard from him in a while. He's one of the ones the one of the throwbacks from the Adam Lay Sewer days. Yeah. Glad to see you're still with us. Of course, ever uh, why don't you say hello to our New Hampshire buddy? Yes. Our our our, our good friend I think he has a crush on you. Maybe so, maybe so, but I have what a, I do know, I'm a, I'm getting, I'm I a little know, jealous. What I do know is that talking about saying what's up to Mr. Scott, um, it also made me realize that I have yet to actually mail him the the Playboy Mansion bouncer shirt. But oh, you got to do that. But, you said it like a month yeah, ago. I know, I know, I know. So, so I guess obviously Miss Danny D's been slacking. So, um, uh, Mr. Scott, I will Christopher. make sure I will make sure that I get that shirt right out to you. Why don't you talk just a little bit before we get going, and we'll get Danny D's input on this. Apparently, Danny D, Danny D, and Naomi are down here with us. Yes, he likes to pretend he's Christopher Moltisante from The Sopranos. Is this true? Because uh, that shit would not fly in my house. No, I tried does, to. I tried but to. He's not very convincing. But I'm can just you, not good convincing. at it yet. Rusty, can you give us like? Can you can you act it out for us? Give us like what you would say. Like, say you just come home from a mob job beating somebody senseless, and you're hungry. <laughs> And you're hungry, and maybe you want a sandwich or something. What would you say to to Danny D? And Danny D, how would you respond? Um, well, get your you, gangster voice. Well, on. pretty much, you can never go wrong. Um, with, Are you stoned? Uh, <laughs> yeah, a little bit, but but like, get the fuck out of here and make me a sandwich. And then Danny D, what would be your your Adriana response? I used to either say "fuck you" or "fuck you" is a popular one. Yeah. Or is there any throwing of utensils of any kind? No, hasn't been for a while. Remember the part? I've never threw any. Remember the part? Thing I threw it was cheeses because no croutons. Croutons. They were cheeses because you pointed out my stretch marks when I thought I didn't have any, and that's the only time I've ever thrown anything at you. No, it's like no, but we fuck with each other. The thing is, though, I know that he doesn't mean it when he talks like that, and that's how like that's like how we kind of like flirt. I think. That's our like. Wow, that thing. Yeah, but we don't fight. Fight. It's never like for real. But I did. Do you guys? In, do you guys fight naked? No. Like we never get into any knockout. We never. Like it's very weird. We we don't really fight at all. We have no, because, so, because so so when when Danny D says I love you, Rusty, you go you better, you better. Yeah. Well, well, well pretty, <laughs> much, like pretty, much, pretty much we'll just yeah. say this. Well, we pretty much say this that. She's fucking in check now. I am in check. It's very weird. Like sometimes you're admitting that. Yeah. This should. This seems like this should be like He's live like, marriage I, counseling, not live dudes. <laughs> no, I think I'm in more like I don't know how to explain. It. Not in check. But no. Well, I mean, I I'm mean, in check in our relationship. <laughs> I, I would say I would just say she just doesn't engage my shenanigans yeah, as much as she used to. He'll be like, hey. He'll be joking around like, go make me peanut butter jelly sandwich. If you ignore him, you take the power back. Oh, I do. But no, he's not. He's he's never being like a like a true dick or a true asshole. No, that's somebody that's somebody else that I that I used to talk to, which shall remain remain nameless on this show. (laughs) 
<clears throat> well, yeah, he won't come on the show. No, no, he won't. So we got a hell of a show. Cannot wait to get to it. I'm excited. I'm always excited, though. So you guys have never been here for pooping in the news. Nope, never pooping in the news. Okay, well, Rusty, I'm going to need you to roll up here and mic this up because we're going to we're going to get the. I don't want the mic. I said pooping in the news. Hey, hey, hey! What did I talk about upstairs, Naomi? I said that you need to you need to you need to shorten your tongue with <laughs> with, with J Mac. Like I don't take that seriously. Like you know, he's no, fucking with you. Hey. So then you just Miss Miss K does take him seriously, <laughs> and that that's maybe why she yeah, didn't come over tonight. No, just kidding. Times, <laughs> and then he okay, here we go. Here's our intro music. What's really sad is it gets stuck in your head. You made us stinky. There's Mr. Adam Lacewer, God rest his soul. Okay, well, we've got a pooping in the news story here. What we'd like to do is every once in a while, probably more often than should be natural, we find poop stories in the news, and Miss K cannot contain herself whenever I play that music. I did not get the response I wanted out of you, Danny D. You were like, that's funny. That's funny. (laughs) Well, it's one of those things. She don't like immature humor anymore. Wrong show. One of America's wealthiest cities has a huge problem with public poop. Ooh, what city? What city would you think would have problems with buttholes? (laughs) Between 2011 and 2018, San Francisco experienced a massive increase in reported incidents of human feces found on public streets. You know why it's all that gay sex are just like loosening their bowels. (laughs) (laughs) Now he's giving me the look. Shut your fucking mouth. (laughs) To where they fart and poop comes out. In 2011, okay, listen to these stats here. In in 2011, just over (laughs) 5,500 reports were logged by the San Francisco Department of Public Works. In 2018, the number increased to more than 28,000. That's over like a five or was that five or six time increase? Yeah. I mean, that's almost like they're having an issue with like people not picking up dog shit, but it's people shitting on the. On the patio, not clean. I will it up. say there is more feces on the sidewalks than I have ever seen growing up here. San Francisco Mayor and Poop Scooper Extraordinary Mayor London Bree told NBC in a 2018 interview, "That's a huge problem, and we are not just talking about from dogs." Is his name really London Breed? Is that really London his name? Breed? Yeah, Man, it almost sounds like a porn star name. It does. <laughs> it does. London Breed. Wow. San Francisco has struggled with a. Feces problem for years. The city even employs a poop patrol that attempts to keep the streets and clean and focuses on, oh, the Tenderloin neighborhood. Oh what my God. the fuck? Oh. Is this a fake story? No, it's not. This is from the San Tenderloin? Francisco San, Franci- San Francisco Gate, and here's a picture of the poop scoop patrol. Look, they've got like, oh, I would have on a hazmat. So what the fuck? A- I, people are, well, it's not just people shitting on the sidewalk. They're like just shitting in the middle of the street. Ladies, what's Disgusting. your what's your first take on, on if me and Rusty come home from a night at, out on the club, out in the, out in the club, and we were like, well, we got arrested for pooping in the middle of the street or anywhere on a street or sidewalk that, frankly, anywhere not in a toilet. Do you guys, do you guys give us a curfew at that point? For or, some reason. Or a shot collar. Reason, <laughs> it, it, for some reason, they don't seem like very engaging. I don't know what's Yeah, wrong. I think they have had a little too much of the green. I'm thinking maybe so. that maybe if... If property values are trying to go up, that they might like report more poop than had been reported before. Were you? Were you? Were you in that you kind are. of industry? So you're thinking of <laughs> rusty. You know what I'm saying? Like snooty new neighbors moving and we. Yeah. Oh, you gotta be. You gotta be a snooty. There's somebody pooping the in the street. I'm. I'm a snooty no, neighbor. I'm talking about if it's like Stop dog shit poop. in the goddamn street. <laughs> <laughs> What if it's dog poop? 
No, they said it's human. Oh, it's they're 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 dropping laws. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People are like just Weren't taking you a shit in the middle of the street. Did you fall asleep during the beginning <laughs> of the story, Rusty? Rusty. Oh my god. Or anybody for that matter. I'm I'm going to direct it at Rusty first. Have you ever witnessed a public relieving of any kind? Well, I can easily say yes because I skateboard around the city of St. Louis, and I've, ro- I've, I've seen, rolled through urine before. I've seen I've seen homeless people. Pissing, shitting, and even fucking at some of the skate spots because we had this little DIY spot, and then all of a sudden, dookie it yourself. Yeah, this guy and this and, and this haggard old white gal. I mean, I mean, all of a sudden, uh, um, no I go, teeth looking bitch. Yeah, I go, what? I the said they're getting underneath the blanket. I said, ain't that some shit? They're really gonna fuck over there. And then hell, uh, uh, yeah, and and then yeah, they started fucking when I was trying to get my trick. Maybe, at, maybe after they did the butt sex, they pooped. You know, <laughs> they probably did because 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 you never God damn. you never stepped. And anything that looked like dirt on your way walking to the skate spot, because there was tons of homeless fuckers that were, like, camped out around the spot. Well, don't you think it probably has more to do with homelessness than just, like, people taking laxatives well, at the clubs? Well, I think... You know the, you know the kids I are all into the laxatives, right? and then I also think... Um, Drunkenness? Like, crackheads and fucking junkies. Just basic junkies. Because... So, I mean, some of them actually look somewhat normal, um, and and then all of a sudden you, so you see get up them, close and they smile at you. Uh, well, either that or they just start fucking acting weird. <laughs> I mean, explain I mean, acting weird. Well, like maybe walking ten steps and taking a shit. That would be okay. A yeah, weird that, yeah, to that, me. that would definitely and be then, construed and, and, as weird. And, and, and then, uh, and and then the slow ones down that, over there, Danny right. D. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely one of those things. You see your fair share of public shittings, and you see it all over the fucking place. I've seen people having sex in public. It was down off of like what's the was it, what? There's like a street downtown where all like the clubs are at. I can't think of the um, name of it. Laclede's Landing. Yeah, and I saw a sleeping bag that was moving around, <laughs> and there were moving two, around profusely, and there were two heads in it. And I'm like, no, I don't think they're giving each other back massages. <laughs> but why, it, but at why least you it, don't say. But at least if they had to poop, they could just do it in the bag and then throw the bag in the trash can. Oh. Mm. <laughs> or they were shitting while they were fucking, and they were freaky like that. Yeah, there's there's that kind of scat thing going on. I know that's sort of weird. Could you imagine thinking about that, <laughs> Naomi and Danny D? We're trying to run them out. <laughs> <laughs> Two people. It smells like fucking poo down in here. <laughs> oh, Danny D just said she had a chocolate shake. So, Rusty, what's been going on with you? Tell me what you thought about uh, the record selection this evening. Okay. I sort of dug the record, but I didn't realize that it was was like Christian uh, rock and roll. And, and, and I mean... Larry I Norman. I gotta tell you, I mean, it's actually, it was actually pretty good. I mean, some songs he sort of had a little Neil Young style. And then another song had maybe like Creedence Clearwater Revival, Fogarty a little bit. And then... Um, and then almost like uh, Jerry uh, Lee Lewis type shit. Yeah, I mean, me and me and Swade, who came on the show for the episode "Love Songs for the Jesus Zone," available on iTunes and SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> Larry Who's Norman, Swade? Swade was my friend that uh, that that I did the six sixty six song with. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, and I gotta say that song is really cool. And just wait till people get to hear it. Yeah, thank you very much. But yeah, so we get into the record stack whenever Rusty comes over, and I got this artist named Larry Norman, and he was like the he was what was called, I guess he he was the self proclaimed father of Christian rock, and some of his shit is actually pretty fucking good. And if right. he, if you did not know, he was a Christian. Well, he was you, talking you, about getting VD uh, after he after he got raped by a chick or something. No, stuff. you're mixing up a couple different oh, okay. songs. <laughs> <laughs> It sort of all just sort of like ran together. Yeah, that's a couple different songs. <laughs> so I don't have a lot of personal stories this week. I wish I would have uh, 
flicked off uh, somebody at the grocery store. I've actually had a pretty calm week. Nice relaxing. Well, that's good. Pretty pretty calm month or two actually, which is because which is flicking good. off, picking on, picking on old men in grocery stores. I mean, that sometimes is frowned upon. Sometimes, yeah, I got some shit from that online, <laughs> but still funnier than shit. See, I'm trying to think of uh, uh, of what's something cool that was going on. So. I mean, I do make the the wood shit out of skateboards. Talk about that a little bit, and because um, we meant to talk about that last time. Yeah, you're, you're actually yeah, quite yeah. an artiste. Yeah, and then, well, you know, sometimes it's hard to you know sort of talk about your own shit because it's sort of like like whenever you would film something skating, whenever you film something skating, you always think you look like shit. Um, that's just the way you look at your own footage sometimes, and sort of like I don't. I don't know, I I guess I don't really realize how some people think how good I really am. And and, and How how old are you, by the way? uh, (laughs) Well, I just turned 40. You you deserve props just for being 40 and still being on a skateboard. Well, you know, I mean, growing up, my parents were like, you're, you're going to grow out of that shit. I'm like, I've, I, still got, I still got Parkinson's and occasionally, occasionally I still can get out and roll. And well, it's like, I, mean, there, I don't think they saw no that coming. Freedom. I mean, there ain't no better feeling than just rolling around on a skateboard. Even if you're not doing any tricks, it's just unless you just fall to, and break your arm. Right. Right. I mean, it's just fun to just roll around. But needless to say, some of the really cool projects that I've done recently, um, I made a, a Gibson Les Paul Jr. for a friend. And and so ultimately what I did, I did, uh, um, I took uh, just old skateboards. Um, um, the pick guard was actually made out of the graphic from the skateboard. Which it's all, scra- it's all scraped up, which makes it look like. Like, like almost like road worn. That's that's the charm of it is like you right. don't take a brand sometimes you take a brand new skateboard but a lot of times you'll take a board that's been used and right. instead of like throwing it on the wood pile or like in the trash you actually cut it up into little pixels or whatever you want to right. call it little squares and rearrange it and it's really pretty fucking cool. Yeah, and then um Do you and, smoke weed when you come up with these ideas? <laughs> yes, I do. I do. I do because because it's sort of funny because I'll just be um I'll just go down sit in the workshop hang out and then i'll just i'll just look at uh skateboard decks to sort of figure out just what i'm gonna what do what shape does it look like now man right right and 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 it's just neat because it's um well i guess i guess i guess the thing that's the neatest thing about it is i guess i never really thought of myself as really like an artist or even really capable of venturing out and doing something like well, this. Well, you're not a painter, per How se. How long has it been? Because it just kind of snowballs. Right, right. I mean... Talk I about would... those little record centers that you made, the yeah, little 45 yeah, yeah. adapters. Yeah, so... so, so like, like school, a... school the youngins on, on yeah, like vinyl. A, right, right. So, so, so like a... Um, so like a few of the little things that I've done for, um, made out of the wood right now is, I mean, the guitars are obviously cool. Um, but I also made, um, uh, record 45 spacers for the record player and, and a 45 record for all the kids out there that don't know, know what it is. Um, but I know all you young fuckers are all hipster and shit and like, oh my God, vinyl's so cool. Dude, I discovered vinyl, <laughs> man. I got some vinyl, man. But thank you for actually um, um, gr- um, latching on to vinyl because they're starting to make new vinyl again. And it's, it, it's sort of sort of neat time that we're into where an old thing is actually really starting to make a comeback. Well, let me describe it this way. Like, nowadays, if you want a single... Singles kids were the like the track that would go out and sell the album. You would buy a 45 record, which was not a full album. It was just one song, and then you would flip it over, and there would be the B-side, which was... Hopefully another song and not the same version of the song. Or like it would be a remix or like sometimes, like a lot of times, like bands that weren't very good would like put a shitty song on the B-side. Like like John Lennon would put like him on the A side and he flip it over and then Yoko would be like yeah 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 man I can't stand Yoko sorry John so so but the difference between what was what was a thirty three and a third speed is that's a full LP and the old listeners are like hell yeah I know all about that shit but the forty fives were thin and like they didn't fit 
on the record player, which right. was really weird to me. Why wouldn't they make it like so you had to have an adapter. So what you did is you took skateboard wood and right. made adapters out of which I'm like oh, that I wish I would have fucking thought of that. I would I would have <laughs> Well, 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 I mean, I guess you can easily say the 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 neatest thing about it is that to be perfectly honest, you would think that people would just be knocking over the door to buy shit sometimes, but they're really not. But I do have a blast at events. Well, um, you've been you've been to art fairs, and yeah, like, yeah, art fairs. Um, um, Don't sell um, yourself short, dude. Right. So, so I mean, it's definitely one of those things. It's been a fun process, and it all started just by me and me and my me and my daughter watched a video of a guy making a ring out of a skateboard, and then I and then we were talking, and I said. Um, either, either she asked me if I could make one or, or I, or I said out loud, I think I could make that. And then it sort of just started from there and, and, and people started digging the shit. And I mean, the, I, mean, I guess the greatest enjoyment that I get out of it is that I get to donate shit to like local contests, local stores. And you get your name out there, right, which I don't think you want to mention your name on the show because then they could track you down. But <laughs> But Scott, you know who I'm talking about. Look, look him up. Look up his shit. Buy some. Can you FedEx the shit to people? If they... Well, see. Well, 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 see. The fun thing. Well, the, first you got to FedEx fun that thing. fucking T-shirt. Right. To I, know, him. I know. I know. I know. I know. I need to send him some uh, that T-shirt. Looking at you, Danny D. Some stickers. No, I would like to say though. Take, give her the mic. I washed it and I folded it and it's sitting there. So that's all. Like you smoke too much, you. Danny. <laughs> I can't remember what, are you what I was talking about. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I told you. So See, yeah, so, she likes it when I talk to her. Like so that. so, Rusty, I've got a story for you, but I'm going to ask you before I get into this one. What is the weirdest personal encounter you ever had skateboarding? Man, I still think, I still think the weirdest one was whenever I went to the slab one day, and that was the name of the little DIY spot. And and sounds I, like a and, massage parlor. Right, right. I know. And, um, but me and this dude went there specifically because we were going to film some tricks. Can, can um, you say the first letter of his first name? Uh, Andy. Okay. All right. I don't yeah, know. Him. And, and, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So me and Andy, we were going to meet up, which he is a definitely a pretty gnarly, different type of street skater. Um, explain gnarly. You um, mean he's like he like likes to skate shit that's not supposed to be skated? Right, exactly. And I always love that you see like a piece of concrete that you know God nor man ever meant for anybody to skate on it, and you just fucking like, I'm going to do some right. shit on that, and I don't care if it rips my leg and my board up, I'm going to do it. Right. Fuck it. You know, hepatitis. Well, I mean, I don't shit. Know about you know, that. shit I, like that. I don't need any or, hepatitis. Or, 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 no, wait. Not hepatitis, the tetanus. Okay. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I was going to say, I ain't going to get hepatitis. Yeah, I was concrete. a little, yeah. You well, know, you know, I'm a little <laughs> fucked up. But, uh. They're, 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 is this San Francisco? <laughs> Are there needles laying around and shit? They're poop no, on the sidewalk? No. no. Oh, and 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 believe it or not, if you ever go to Louisville, there's a bunch of needles laying around at that skate park. Oh, I mean, shit. I mean, it was very. Um, How can you it, shoot it, up I mean, and it skate? Was really very I, I mean, sad. Are, are they skating after they shoot up? Because it seems like no, that would be like a fucking. No, no, there's just a bunch of mentally like, handicapped person trying to re-hump just, a doorknob or something. They just walk around the perimeter of the park. And but do but, a kickflip, <laughs> man. Do that thing where right. you flip the board around. Right. So 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 I'm going to tell like two stories. So no, go, right, go for I it. Because my will. story, my story is pretty weird. And Adam gave me some shit about it when I told him the story. I don't think I ever told it on the podcast. But ah, finish your story. Oh, so it'll be cool. But but so so we're at the spot. I mean, there's this there's this real like tall. Like a rough-looking Danny Glover, I mean, and he's just shaking um, because he's like trying to get a fix. And, and maybe he had Parkinson's. You don't know, dude. No, I maybe don't think, he just no, leave it open. You don't nah, know the fuck. You know, you know a crackhead when you fucking see one. Um, <laughs> as many crackheads as I've seen, you know whenever they're Q skating's a the bad out. neighborhoods, dog. Well, that's where the good spots are. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. But, uh, but, and then... It's not so, fun unless you're in danger of getting killed or mugged. So, so, so pretty much 
the dude looked like a real rough Danny Glover, like right after his boat blew up and he was doing the chicken dance for the guy with the flamethrower. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And and then and then that his eyes got sucked into his skull a little bit further, and so he was fucked up looking. So number two, the chip. So you did you? Is this the same people that were fucking? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so needless to say, needless I mean, to say, I mean he. I mean because I always give I'll, I'll give the tweaker cigarettes and shit like that because you know what I want them to be cool with me because. For one, I want to get the trick, and then number two, um, I don't want to have to fucking knock one with my skateboard. So you or let them know like you that. have cigarettes, and you give them one. Well, yeah, if they want one, because they always fucking ask. All right, um, well, that that's that. But so now he's not puffing chick. my vape. I'm done telling. <laughs> <laughs> so the chick now, oh my god, she was probably like, I don't know, maybe early fifties. But so looked like she, she had, was early seventies, though. Yeah. So, so pretty much, she she had her lower side bottom teeth, like on each side. So she just had like, 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 uh, like almost like the front teeth on the on the bottom. Oh those were my knocked god, out. those are like that's and like then, she got kicked by a mule and or then something. She really had no teeth up front either. So. Um, and, and she was just a real grungy and these people, gut bitch. And these people were having sex. Well, did you talk just, to him before or well, after they, they had sex? they were just talking at first. Oh, okay. And then... And, and she then, got him all horny. She's like, I then, like that white and boy. Then, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the black guy starts pacing back and forth. And then he starts, like, rubbing his dick and shit. And then I'm oh, like... Oh, my and then, God. My and story's then, not going to be anything. And then they go over, and then they get underneath the blanket, and then they start fucking. But we got our tricks... We didn't get fucking attacked by dopers. Because that's the important thing. You got your tricks. And we got one hell of a fucking story. (laughs) Number two story was was whenever we were on our way down to Florida for family vacation. No, wait, not Florida, Tennessee. And then, so we were like, I said, we're going to make a stop in Louisville because they got a dope-ass skate park. Well, I didn't realize how dope that skate park actually was. Danny, were you there for this? Give her the mic. Everybody. Give her oh the mic. Gosh. We got to so, get the wifely commentary on this one. Oh, my God. So, so we're, yeah, we're down there, and they're skating, and they're, like, ripping it. And then Samia and walking around, and I happen to start talking, like, to these this group of guys, like, not thinking they're, like, older. Right. Not even, oh, I thought they were just drinking God. and smoking. You know me, I talk to anybody. Like, yeah. Hey, girl, you I look do. fine in them stretch pants. Right, right. I don't care. Like, I'm down the city a lot, so I'm just used to, like, talking. To, like, I'm like, right. hey, how you guys doing? Right, say? because it's one of those things. If Two you to talk, his fucking yeah. hillbillies right. I mean, and shit. I mean, yes, you got to talk so, with I mean, because if you don't yes, talk to them, I, I mean, do. you run the risk of you being, like, attacking me. You. Here's the thing. Right. They're people, though, they too. They're people. They're people. No. You two blessed a homeless guy in a Slayer concert. But you know what? Bless you, so my sweet. child. Remember, <laughs> he was just, uh... But no, so I'm talking to But him. then all of a sudden, they were like, whatever you do, don't use the bathroom or don't let your little girl go in the bathroom. Yes. And then oh. and, and then all of a sudden, they, they said, no, look at the ground. Yeah. And there's just fucking needles and, and like in like in like the little vials and shit just well, everywhere no you're missing the whole story though what happened was we were talking like just for a minute and i overheard them talking about age i asked this one guy aids or age 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 and i asked that's gonna say they're like, talking about AIDS. get out of there like this one guy i'm like how old do you think i am and he's like uh no 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 it's funny he's like i don't like to he, i don't like, like to guess no, ages he said he said 41. And I said, oh! And I said, what? And I kind of pushed him. I'm like, are you kidding me? And he's like, see, no, no. See, he's see, like, this see, is why that's I'm why 41 is my favorite yeah, yeah, age, girl. I said, I'm 39. And then we were like, so laughing. he was close. Like, he was laughing. And then one guy was like, here, come here. He goes, I need to show you something. He's like, because I had him flip flops. And he goes, oh, Just he so said you he know. wants to show you right. something? I don't think he. He realized that I'm like kind of being naive and I just didn't know where I was at. Right. And he's like, I need to show you something. He's yeah. like, you need to keep a lookout with your flip flops for needles like these. 
And I'm thinking, oh, oh this is a nice God. guy. Do you know right, what I mean? Right, well, that well out. I mean, I mean, I mean, because to be we honest, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think that guy was on something because. Oh, no, yes, he was because. Because he had a needle sticking then, out of his I'm arm. Thinking, oh, no, no, no. He seemed pretty with I need with to show it. you something. Remember, he seemed pretty with it. Right. And then he kept on like. Then he talked to us about, like, follow us to the car and start talking to us. And then he and then started talking like, about the flying saucers. Can I, a, can I have, like, a cigarette? And then he's like, can I have a Twizzler? And I felt like he was kind of hanging around, but we had right. all that cash in the car. Right. He was okay, you but I was dumb still like, oh, shit. Like, he's not leaving. And right. we got right. cash. And, like, it started really kind of. Right. I because, because, I, I mean, to be perfectly I honest, I don't, to be honest, yeah. I don't know if I'll ever go back to the Louisville Skate Park. Because it was that. Well, you think? Know, no, but you need to know your story. This is my deal. I feel like the city is not... A lot of people think the city is scary. You just need to know your surroundings and, like... Know your know city, you, Danny D. Yeah, like, know right. who you're dealing with. Going, going in so other cities... Cities don't scare me. I feel like working down the city, I've met the most friendliest people and the most open people. And there's a lot of time where I'm at Goodwill Outlet and we'll have, like, the greatest, like, five-minute conversation about <laughs> deep stuff. You know, yeah. and it's fantastic. Like, I love it. So many people say hi and keep the door open for you. And how's your day going? So, well, I, I will know. say this. When I, I went, really when, 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 we, when, when we went to Manhattan, we went to New York, and I told Naomi, I said, let's go down Mulberry Street because that's where all the, I guess, the mob hangouts were at. Mm. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. And it's it's not really like that now. It's mostly like, just like. It's probably boarded up and shit. No, there's there, it's it's like a tourist trap now. But there were some motherfuckers around there that were like, not they they were they had though that like dead eye look. Right, they right. They look yeah, like Sopranos yeah. characters. Yeah, like they look like Holly Walnuts Italian, and shit. Yeah, totally. Right. But, well, mo- I mean, but most of the places were you like were scared just, of them. Most of the places were just kind of like just like J Mac was a little bitch. He was scared of them. Well, got, took, there's, there's, there's we picture. took a picture with them. No, he they took a picture of us and they go smile and say shit. <laughs> <laughs> Because they knew it was up, but, like, most of the places were, like, pretty tourist-friendly, but there was this one, like, section where I was, like... It was still the real All deal. these guys, they had all these stretched limos and oh, Lincolns, yeah. and they were every car was black with the chrome, and they, they had on, like, these suits, and they looked... It was either the Mafia or a limo company. No, they were definitely... They definitely were connected, as the saying goes, but I didn't feel in danger of them because they were like, they weren't, they were looking for the FBI, not for me. Right, right, no shit. Now, when we went a little further off Times Square, because Mulberry Street is a few blocks from Times Square, I remember walking down this one section of the street, and it was kind of dark, and I was like, there were some people around, like, I couldn't see quite what they were doing, and I was like, we should not be here. I couldn't I couldn't even see like face but it was like the shadows in the corner and that's the when I was like this right you this could is, tell this there is, was people around you and this they were was, watching you Do you remember that Naomi we were it was like it was like like off Broadway and there was a street that we went down and I was like there was people and I was like the, like the clubs were like the doors were blacked out yeah CD yeah, it started and, feeling sketchy. And I was like, right. I don't think we should. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. And, I, and I'm right. telling you. Right, because like whenever the, you get that instinct, get the fuck out. Like, the locals would have been like, oh, don't go down that road. <laughs> right. You a dumb motherfucker. <laughs> but, like, I mean, like, New York has this thing with, like, the naked cowboy and all these, these people running around in Elmo suits. And, right, right. But there, shit. there are areas, of course, in every city, and Manhattan is no different, where I would say Mulberry Street I felt the safest because all the mob hangouts are gone except right. for a few places. And those people are not looking to rob me and you. They're looking to, like, oh. do phone card scams or, right. like, yeah, I mean. right. I they, didn't, they, I didn't. they make their money in ways. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, New York was one place where I was like, there were a couple spots where I was like, we should not be here. And apparently they've cleaned up Times Square quite a bit because back before Giuliani got in, Times Square itself was like a like a big sex worker. Like a shithole. Well, okay, so. Like, there were, like, prostitutes all over, and I did see. How far off Times Square did it start to get fucked up? 
I would say about four blocks, three four to four blocks. Uh, so really that close? Well, I mean, the thing is, New York is so big that it's kind of hard if you if you're not familiar with, with where you're going. I did see at the hotel a block from Times Square, and Naomi can verify this: a prostitute and a John outside our hotel room, and there was this lady in this tiny little spandex miniskirt and this this man who was in his 60s and he had a big fucking smile on his face so how so 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 how much was she char- charging jay mac uh i didn't ask because <laughs> naomi was there <laughs> okay, that's why huh it took naomi a second to catch on to that joke but i will i will say this there were there Dirty. were there were advertisements i think the strip club in in the big strip club in new york is scores but it seemed very much like if a strip club can be Disneyfied, so it, it wasn't was like, like the New- Pink Slip. It was like the Hustler Club. New York did not seem as dangerous to me as I thought it would be, but we were we stayed pretty close to the center. But I would right. not go in Central Park at night. That well, they say a lot of like shady a shit. Bad place there. to be I bet, at night. I bet it's huge, right? Because we went and saw I mean, the, saw the think John Forest Lennon Park is big. Central Park, I hear, is like... We walked no, and actually, walked and Forest walked Forest Park is actually larger than Central Park. Really? Yes, it is. It okay. is. But, um, but, yeah, but you don't expect it to be that massive in the middle of a city. Right. As dense as... Well, because, as I mean, from movies, it seems pretty big. It is. It is big because I thought... We'll go to Central Park and walk around and see the whole thing. No, you're no, you're it's not. not you're not going to walk and see the whole thing. Yeah. We went to the Imagine John Lennon Memorial and we walked outside the, the Dakota, which is where John Lennon was shot. Strawberry Fields yeah. Garden. And there was a, there was a that security guard out front of, of the Dakota, and I, I felt I was like I could have walked by it, but I'm like, do I, I don't. I once I got in front of the of the Dakota across the street, I'm like. This is as close as I want to be to it a place almost, where a person I really admired, at least on an artistic level, got yeah. shot. Yeah, it, it was felt, almost sacred or something. Yeah, I mean, it, like, yeah, I, don't, I, mean, I don't see who would be walking over that spot where he got shot. I felt like a weird kind of reverence. And that's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a weird word to use, but we just went through Strawberry Fields and saw the Imagine. I'm like, this dude was shot a block away. Well, well, I still remember. New York was different back then. Yeah, I still remember um, we were driving through. It was on our way to Florida, but I still remember driving by that, that pretty much that hotel where Dr. King was shot. And, oh, that, that, and, that's and, like, you don't want to be yeah, close yeah, to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it, it's like all of a sudden you just get an uneasy feeling mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's just because you know something horrible happened. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to read it on a book, and I read a lot of books. I don't know that I want, would want to go to the Normandy beaches. Right, right. Because, I mean, it's just, it's just too much bad shit happened there. Or the or, or, or the fucking idiot tourists that are, like, um, oh, and, and, like uh, climbing and, climbing on the memorials at Auschwitz and oh, taking selfies. Oh, yeah, taking selfies. selfies. I'm, like, I'm dude, like, those are people that don't know what they're doing. Right. There's places like I wouldn't mind visiting Graceland because mm-hmm. that, like Elvis, I mean, I know he died there, but that was not awesome. a violent death. Yeah, because uh, I mean, I, there's been numerous times. There's been numerous times that, that you know what my little boy we've says. Always wanted to go to Graceland. You know what my little boy says, huh? I think Elvis's ghost is still on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He, he said we, he is. said some weird shit. I mean, son, just no, don't. We're not talking about Elvis's ghost on the <laughs> But you know, is it? But isn't it pretty fucking cool that he knows who Elvis is? I. So you're actually doing some cool shit. Well, the weird thing is, like every record I turn on, he goes. I said, "What is it?" He goes, "Either there's two answers: either Beatles or Frank Sinatra." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And he goes, "Daddy, tell me about how Frank Sinatra died." It's like, oh my God, son, you you're as morbid as I am. <laughs> <laughs> my story's gonna pale in comparison. My skateboard story back. We're, we're bringing it back around. Cool. I, know, I know all you motherfuckers forgot what we were talking about. I have a weird. Story I if we have time. I sort here. of. I I sort of. <laughs> I mean, I sort of think uh, it's it's been a good conversation. No, so I was at the skate park in Columbia, Missouri cool little park it was i would drive like an hour and a half to skate at this place is that where you did the 360 boneless yes yep 
and I'm skating around, and there's it's just like like quarter pipes and ledges and rails and stuff. And I did the handrail a couple times, and this guy was like, "Hey, want to go get something to eat?" So I'm like, "All right, that's fine." So we go, and he drives, and we go to a drive-through, and then he wants to go back to his house. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm kind of I left my my '84 Grand Marquis parked at the parking lot, so I couldn't. I had to kind of go with him. So we went to his house, and this was my pre—I don't—I don't want to say pre-drug days, but well, I, I you had, were pretty fucking naive. Let me tell you that. And he starts <laughs> smoking weed, and I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> and he starts, and then he starts rubbing his his fingers through your hair. <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't know what to do. He was like, you want something? I'm like, nah, I made up some excuse like I, I got a medical condition or some bullshit. Right, I right. Like, and, and I remember telling, and nothing yeah, happened. Yeah, because but he, I, still, I still remember whenever we would, uh, anytime we would start doing some hood rat shit, you would always get real fucking nervous. Uh, well, I was like, we're, but but I was like, I didn't know this guy and he's smoking weed, which is, which is no big deal now. It had been like. Right. Just. Whatever, pass me it or whatever I would say to be cool. Pass me the marijuana. I would love but, to. But do he it. got blazed and he got in like a little bit of a cloud, and I'm wandering around the house <laughs> like a knucklehead, not knowing what the fuck to do. And I came back and went to the skate park. Nothing happened, but I told Adam. I said, "Yeah, dude, I went." And I told him what happened. He goes, "You went to some fucking strange man's house. Like he got all fucking jealous <laughs> on me and shit. He's <laughs> like he probably wanted to butt rape you. I'm like, dude, he didn't want to fucking butt rape me. No. But not looking back, I'm like, but I had to relieve him. I probably would have done it again, but well, with see, with with a different approach because Adam was like, you are a fucking moron. Well, and when Adam tells you you're a fucking moron, that means you might be a fucking moron. Well. I mean, it's, what do you think about that? Well, I mean, it, it's like this. Whenever I was out of town for work, um, I talked to Danny D and I said, hey, it was pretty funny that Jacob, when I went to the strip club and got a blowjob. No, what? no, no, no. That was texting me that he met somebody to skate with on the same strip as us. And then and then and, and then he said, uh, yeah, he's probably close to your age, maybe. And I go, oh, but Chester but, the molester. No, see, 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 I didn't get that because for one, he knows what's up for for one, because I, I, I text him. I said, well, make sure he's cool. And, and make sure he's cool. And, 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 you and cool then, man, like and Matthew then, McConaughey. And then, and then, pre because get any weed man because be you know if you did. You know, um, you know uh, Wesley's neighbor back in the day. Um, he had uh, um, it was Mike down the street, and he skated, and we skated. Whenever all of a sudden the old dudes came out, and it was so much fun to skate with them. So I mean, it's one of those things. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I definitely asked the right questions whenever it came up. And then it was like they skated in in the street for a little bit and um and 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 you know what? I'll probably see the dude here pr- pretty soon. Well, and I then, will I will say skateboarding is like it sounds naive, it, but skateboarding It's like a universal language. There's not that many fucked up people, people that skate. People that are like deviants they're Skateboarding. I don't know. It's like I've never really met a really fucked up person that skateboarded. I've met. I met some jerks that have skateboarded. Some I've jerks. Met, I met some weird fuckers. But yeah, never but really. It's like skateboarding is more. But, it's a. It's a weird situation where like skateboarding takes precedence over all other urges. Right. And it's the only thing I can say. If well, you're a true skateboarder, doesn't matter how old you are. If you want to skate, all you're going to think about is. That twelve-year-old motherfucker landed a tray flip, and I can't do it. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? That's that's right. that 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 was always like I skated with younger kids when I was a teenager. I mean, I had like a whole posse of like ten and eleven-year-old kids when I was a when little I was, J Mac followers. And and it was Your just disciples. and of course I'm not I'm not anything like the character I play on the show mostly. But it was like it was just oh, it's all about skateboarding and landing tricks, and right. that's all that mattered. That's all that mattered exactly. to me. And I've never met a skateboarder, and I'm not saying they're not out there. But most skateboarders, if you're really into skateboarding, that's all you fucking care about. Yeah, 
You don't care about your job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't it care just, about your health. Yeah, you don't and, care about your personal safety. And you just want to fucking just, land a trick. Right, and it never it never goes away. I mean I mean I would I never thought I would be still skating. And and, and, and but now I get to skate with my kids, so it's even fucking cooler. <laughs> So I got one more article here, and Rusty, I'm going to need you to wheel up to the uh, All right. to the speaker here. We're going to do Whistling Through the Graveyard. Okay. Live Dudes presents Whistling Through the Graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> That's Selena. I do, I do, I do really miss Miss K because Miss K gives me so much more feedback than than Danny D does. Danny D's just kind of like out to lunch. She's, <laughs> she's not amused by me anymore. I gotta be drinking. I have to be drinking. Like you would know, and like we'll say Danny D's out. Like that only comes out every <laughs> once in a while. Like, Washington may become first state to legalize human composting. That's really fucking weird. Washington is just a governor's signature away from becoming the first state in the U.S. to legalize the natural organic reduction, quote unquote, of human remains. On Friday, the Senate and House of Representatives finalized their approval of Bill 5001 titled Concerning Human Remains. What? <laughs> which enshrines organic reduction and alkaline hydro- hydrolysis, a dissolving process sometimes called liquid cremation as acceptable alternatives to so traditional barrier, burial and cremation. Put them in a- and 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 like a a metal bucket full of acid. The governor <laughs> says, "I am very much in favor of composting human bodies!" Exclamation point. <laughs> is this a fake story? Oh wait, no. This is this is Wes McCann, McMahon, retired cardiovascular intensive care unit and corpse fucker. <laughs> <laughs> When I'm done with this body that served me very well for the past 64 years, do I want to poison it with formaldehyde and other embalming chemicals? No, he said. Burned? Not my first choice. But what all? But what about all the bacteria I've worked with so long in this body? Do I want to give them a chance to do what they do naturally? I believe in doing things as naturally as possible. Hmm. Passage of the bill fulfills a long-time hope for Seattle-based Katrina Spade and Morbid Person and it is another step in a years-long effort to realize her vision for an urban, soil-based, ecologically friendly death care option. <laughs> oh. This is sort of odd. Oh. Frankly, I'm a little overwhelmed. She said, it's really now. I Let, don't let's know. see if I can. The study demonstrates that the resulting compost met and sometimes exceeded state and federal safety standards for pathogens and metals that could be dangerous to humans, animals, and nearby plants. Also important, the soil smelled like soil and nothing else. I don't believe that. So, now... In other words, according to research, carefully and properly composted human remains are safe enough to use in a household garden. Naomi, you're a gardener. You're going to get a bag of human mulch? (laughs) (laughs) No. Find a tooth, Mom! (laughs) So, let me make sure I understand. So, are they... Is because they said liquid cremation, or are they like running them through a blender? That's what I was thinking. Well, it doesn't really. That's the first say. thing that crossed my mind was a giant blender. Like they put them in a big blender, like they're making a milkshake, but it's a human shake. It says Troy Hoddle, a postdoctorate fellow of the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, has been studying the financial and ecological cost. Of funerary options, including recomposition with researchers in the U.S. and the Netherlands. Recompost gets as close to the natural process of decomposition as you'd assume a body would undergo before we had an industrialized society. So they're doing something to it. In an urban environment, which is where the global population is growing and land use is at a premium, it's the most efficient and environmentally sound method of burial. I disagree. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out exactly what they're doing um like it because it's almost like they're either throwing them in a wood chipper and then they, they, <laughs> then they have the mulch that they are the fertilizer or whatever they're using it says they're looking at properties I mean, it's really for- weird i mean could you imagine like sprinkling it in your garden and all of a sudden you see like a fingernail <laughs> <laughs> a dickhead I mean, dickhead fucking weird <laughs> 
looking that it says they're looking at properties for the first recompost. Lead contenders are the Soto are in Soto. I don't know what that is. Collaborating with architects and engineers mm-hmm. to design the building. Oh, so there's going to be a whole building. What do you think that job pays? <laughs> Not Dump enough. Dump them in the wood chipper. Not enough. I really, but, I mean, I really, but I mean, I guess I could see it because, you know, I mean, eventually, I mean, I mean, let's face it. We have like hundreds upon hundreds of year old cemeteries and shit. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in Europe, they're only they stack them on bigger. top of each other. Right. I think they do that in Mexico, too. Of all the options for the disposition of human remains, this would be by far the most environmentally friendly, said Senate Senator Jamie Peterson, who first proposed the bill in the Senate. I mean, how do your constituents feel when when, when you're on record? Isn't that like, Senator Jamie Peterson wants to put your grandma in the garden? <laughs> well, well I, mean, I mean, obviously they have enough support because, I mean, it's... I mean, I mean, it's it passed both chambers, and I definitely know you need a certain amount of votes for it to pass both. Peterson said that's the funny thing about the legislature. It's just a slice of the general public. So a few people were simply <laughs> kicked out by death and didn't want to think about it. But the easiest way to get through to them is to say, hey, if you don't want to think about this again, let's just get the bill passed. Oh, my God. I don't uh, – uh, Rusty, you're – I mean, I wouldn't say you're involved in the legal process per se, but you you do have some knowledge of like contractual shit. Right. And how do you approach any governing body with the fact that, that instead of taking your grandma to the morgue and being buried or even cremated, we want to put her in a wood chipper or put her in an acid vat. <laughs> right. Or like some kind of like worm food basically is what it is. Right, 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 right. To where, to where, I mean, I actually think probably worms would be involved because, I mean, and also they said something about like Naomi's liquid. got a worm farm. Right. She wants me to save banana peels. <laughs> Well, I, I can don't tell you give this. them any meat or when we when we do boost production and go out and get dig up a body and we'll no, throw it in there. <laughs> no, I don't know. I would almost say, Jay, I keep talking shit, and <laughs> we may find you in the worm farm. <laughs> For live dudes, my name is Jay Mac, Rusty Nail, Naomi, Danny D. Saying if you need a deep cocking and a burial, then just come a knocking. What's that, Rusty? Uh, I got your I got your glass of fucking wine here. I don't know if I poured oh, it right. I, know. I don't know if I if did. You I put your balls right. in it. I did put my balls <laughs> in it. Then you did it right, my friend. Yep, 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 yep. Are you supposed to fill it up that high? I ask you to top it off. You more than topped it off, my friend. All right, good deal. Why don't you grab that mic over there and see if that one works? Be my Adam. All right. So I'm talking in two microphones right now. I wonder just, if... Just talking one. Just talking one. Oh, fucking all these fucking rules, man. All these rules. I run a tight ship here, Rusty. <laughs> I know. I know. I can tell. I can tell. All right. Let's, let's make sure it recorded before we do anything else. Yeah, I hope so.